Introducing from Nom Nom, the latest in GPS road trafficking systems, the Shatnav. Clear and concise instructions on how to get to your destination. At the next junction, turn left. Two. Late. It warns you about the all annoying traffic speed cameras. Come And finally, it tells you when you've reached your final destination. It's been fun. There you have it, the all new Shatnav. Out now. And welcome to the show. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I am an unfertilized egg in the free range farm of life. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say real Keith, but okay. oh, no. that's a bit unfair. Gene! Hug me! <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> Oops. Does this mean we don't have to take part anymore when we go down the pub? <laughs> yes, oh, we've we've now just blown up. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Not blown off, blown up. <laughs> Without further ado, bursting forth from the tight Mr. Darcy breaches of information, <laughs> it, it's the news with El Presidente. Before we get on to the news, can we say uh, hello to everyone else? Because we tend to forget. Oh, okay. hello okay. Else. So let's say hello to Cardboard Amy. Hello, hello Cardboard Amy. Amy. Hello to the head of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello to Miniature Plastic Amy. Hello, Hello to Miniature, miniature Plastic, plastic Amy. Wherever you are. I was going to say, we yeah, can't, because she's, she's missing. Yeah. I'm worried. What he's done, you some, done, he's with done something illegal with her. I don't know. She's upstairs with the ah. vampire widow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? Ooh. Yeah. Some hot plastic lesbo action going on upstairs, have we? Some short, hot plastic lesbo action. Anyway. Anyone else we need to say hello to? Um, um, hi, Wynn. <laughs> hello, Wynn. She was ah. rubbing her breast as she said that. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> well, she's only got the one now since she became an Amazon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she had yeah. to chop the other one off. Shopping I held it down. Adam chopped it. <laughs> Where was I during all this? You weren't allowed in the room. Oh. You couldn't be trusted. So, Jean's become a shopping website. She has. <laughs> she is Amazon.co.uk. Mm, right. Bye, Deedpole. Okay. Anyway.
Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're Doctor Who wins more awards, exclamation mark. Doctor Who's The Waters of Mars has won the Hugo for Best Dramatic Presentation Short Form, while Moon won the Long Form category. As the Doctor Who news page points out... The award is the first for Russell T. Davies. Doctor Who has previously won three Hugo Awards, all for stories penned by current showrunner Stephen Moffat. In 2006, The Empty Child, The Doctor Dances. In 2007, The Girl in the Flyplace. And in 2008, for Blink. TV Quick gave Doctor Who the Best Family Drama Award. Karen Gillan and Stephen Moffat, the vast toffee, were on hand to receive the accolade. Gillen said, It's great! This is the first award we've ever received for this generation of Doctor Who, so it means a lot. Moffat added, I think I've lost no, yeah. <laughs> We feel incredibly relieved and pleased that we're carrying on winning awards. That's what the show is for, frankly. Big audiences and big awards. <laughs> Meanwhile, Matt Smith has won the award for Best Actor at the GQ Men of the Year Awards and luckily he had nothing to say about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just proves my point that GQ is not a worth me, Dees. No. <laughs> oh, let's not start the Smith bashing. <laughs> or we'll start the Riddler... <laughs> Something beginning with R. Rolling. <laughs> Rubbing. <laughs> Rogering. <laughs> Given the choices of men in the room, she's less than, you know, enthusiastic. Oh, oh come on, you're old, he's inexperienced, and he's knackered. Oh. <laughs> How to cut three men down? <laughs> I've had practice. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm getting me coat. I'm off down the pub. <laughs> oh, shall we let El Presidente do the next one? See how far we get manly voice. Yeah, <laughs> an extra bit on the um, <clears throat> TV quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashes to Ashes won the best drama. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Anyway, Cam well, Gillan. He shouldn't be allowed to read this one. <laughs> yes, he should. He's going, to, he's going to get all moist. <laughs> he's the only person in this room qualified to read the next <laughs> Fair one. Or at least enough. try to. <laughs> Can we have porn music over the top of this, please? Karen Gillan wanted as underwear model. Karen Gillan has reportedly been eyed up (laughs) as a potential underwear model. The Sun reports that the Doctor actress is wanted by Michelle Moan. 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 Bossa bra firm Ultimo. A source told the paper there. Michelle thinks she's gorgeous and brilliant. Uh, And they added. She likes to have girls with different shapes. The uh, 5 foot 11 star previously walked the catwalk at London Fashion Week for designer Allegra Hicks, isn't that a type of car, in 2007. Yeah. Enough of that... the perverted noises. <laughs> well, That's good least... news. Let's hope she takes it up. Yeah? Oh, God. You are so <laughs> shameless. <laughs> at least this assistant's keeping their clothes semi on, unlike previous ones who didn't just even bother just took them off completely. Would he be yeah. being so enthusiastic if it was Karen Gillan has been eyed up by a duffel coat manufacturer? <laughs> you know? or, or even the guy who plays Rory had been, been eyed, eyed up, up by an... <laughs> Ooh, that has potential. Yeah. I like the way I sort of keep... Yeah. Sort of mentioned semion. You know what they say about men with long noses? <laughs> yeah, they keep glasses on their face. They a lot certainly better. do. Big hands. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Lots of snuffle potential. No. 
Martin Freeman is the Hobbit, or is he? Or is he? Dun, 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 dun. Sherlock Holmes is Dr John Watson. You stop putting words in. <laughs> it doesn't say Sherlock Holmes is Dr John Watson, does it? Oh, I do apologise. <laughs> I've had a London education. It makes me say words. Suddenly, <laughs> it's almost like they've never been away. Could you reach out with your left hand viciously and violently and thwack her one? <laughs> Thank you. Martin Freeman is the Hobbit, or is, is he? Dun, 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 dun. Sherlock's Dr John Watson, Martin Freeman, has allegedly turned down the title role of Bilbo Baggins Bilbo. for the upcoming Bilbo. The Hobbit film <laughs> in order instead to work on the next three episodes of Moffat and Gates' Sherlock. Hey. According to Entertainment Weekly, however, all may not be lost for Freeman's Baggins. According to sources close to the Hobbit production, is not over yet. New Line and MGM, the studios backing the Hobbit films, have since come back to Freeman with a proposed schedule that would allow him to shoot both projects. All parties are currently negotiating a deal. <laughs> Hmm. I, I don't know if I can see him as Bilbo. Bilbo. He'd, he'd obviously Bilbo. have wigs and feet on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I've always got the sort of vacant expression needed for a hobbit. I've always yeah. imagined Bilbo's character being a little bit old. Not as old as he yeah. was in The Lord of the Rings, mm. but there isn't much time difference between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings for the character of Bilbo. So Freeman seems a bit I've got to admit, I yeah. don't know how old Bilbo was in uh, Hobbit. He was a mature Hobbit. Yeah, he, he was, was a mature Hobbit. But yeah, I... he was a mature bachelor Hobbit. Because mm. was, um, Lord of the Rings, it's his 11th-ist yes. birthday. Mm. I don't know. No, but I, it... think, I think it'd be quite mm. good. Mm. Mm. But it means all those rumours about Sylvester McCoy yeah. actually aren't true. Yeah, Unless he's just playing a Hobbit. I, well, rumours he's playing a I wizard. I going to say Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. I think there's a couple of wizards in yeah, the, the Hobbit. There's, there's a brown. Um, brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's the, the two blue wizards. Yeah. Thing. yeah, there's about three or four of them, other, other than Gandalf the yeah. Grey. And they're doing two films, so ah. the second film will be something fairly original, so yeah. some oh, of the characters no. may appear. I was which... going to say, not the Silmarillion. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Judge Dredd film, now just... Dread. The new Judge Dread movie is now being simply called Dread, according to the official press releases from the film production company IM Global, which has also revealed a few more plot details. Dread takes us to the wild streets of Mega City One, the lone oasis of quasi civilization on cursed earth. Judge Dread, Carl Urban, is the most feared of the elite street judges. With the power to enforce law, sentence offenders and execute them on the spot if necessary. Which doesn't really add anything new. That's nothing about the plot, just the background. Just nothing about the plot, that's standard red. It also says here the film also stars Juno's Olivia Thurlby, is that pronouncing? Thurlby, yes. Thurlby, as Judge Anderson. Okay. Which uh, does have interesting plot possibilities. She does have two relevant points. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting possibilities, definitely. I'm not yes. sure about plot. But... <laughs> no, well, it, it enters in the, the, the psychic and ghost side of things mm. if, they're, if they're going down that route. It's got to be judged death. Yeah, though, so it, it, it opens be. the door yeah, to but death. There again, does 
I mean, does Judge Anderson make it all the way through the film, or does she get sort of encapsulated in Boeing Spray? Well, that's the point. They'll probably yeah. reimagine it somewhere. Yeah. So oh, they make it. Is it obligatory these days if there is another word like it's Holmes, not Sherlock Holmes? It's Marple instead of Miss Marple, <laughs> Dread instead of Judge Dread. Is it obligatory if you have two parts to the title or the name that one of them must be dropped? With, with, Star Wars is now just Wars. Wars. Yeah, with turning it up, making snappy and, and modern and, and finger on the pulse, you know. Yeah. Oh, we call Star Trek Trek, we call Doctor Who, don't yeah, we? We do, yeah. And EastEnders, we call Enders. 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 No, 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 that's no, not no, what no, I call no, EastEnders. No, no, we call it a bunch of flames. They've been lighting their what? Nothing. <laughs> Strictly. Yeah, come yeah. down to. X. Marks <laughs> the spot. <laughs> exactly. Has anyone got any addendums? Jean's yes. got an addendum. Ooh. I have <laughs> a great big swinging dangling addendum. Oh, don't have any big swinging dangling addendums. <laughs> don't you? No. Oh, must be fake. No, that's me. Real key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I have two addendums. Ooh. What is your addendum? Well, please insert Fanar here. One addendum is of interest to our American listeners, but maybe of interest to our British listeners at some point. I'm interested. Spider-Man. Turn off the dark. <gasps> the musical. Oh, no. oh God! We've listened to one of the songs. Wow! Well, first ten seconds. Of the yeah. the yeah. first song has now been written by Bono and the Edge for the stage play oh, no. Spider-Man. Turn off the dark. I think you can hear it on YouTube or we'll put a link up. We'll if you can put a link it. up. Mm. <sighs> it's not inspiring, no. and there's hopes that it will come to London. I. <laughs> From the one track we've heard, I'm not sure it's going to last a week, let alone long enough to come to London. Spider-Man the musical. Yeah. 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 It's got Peter Parker, you know, being his usual mopey self, mm. singing about it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, the, this, I think this has been in the offing ever since uh, at least Spider-Man 2, I think. That, there's that, been that, rumors it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's now taking formation. The second addendum, Ooh. addendum, is where the Doctor goes. The Master will follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. David Tennant was hailed for his role in Hamlet. Yeah. Well, John Sims is also playing Hamlet at Sheffield's Crucible. Ooh. Um, starts on the twenty-second of September. Oh. Sorry, at the Crucible, Sheffield, from the twenty-second of September. And the Olivia London from the 7th of October. The one nice thing I like to think is that in both cases, they've actually cast an actor at about the right age to play Hamlet. Because quite often it's played by a young actor. (laughs) (laughs) But quite quite often it's played by a young teenager, where both John Sims and David Tennant are about the same age. So let's see if he gets as hailed for his Hamlet. Mm-hmm. As uh, mm. David Tennant did. I never actually caught that. I've got it recorded. I've never actually got around to watch it. It was very good. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, David Tennant does insane very, very well. <laughs> so does yep. John Sims. And as Hamlet yes. spends half yep. the play either faking insanity oh. or, or being, being insane, insane. Yeah. yeah, I think they're both very well cast in the parts. <laughs> I have one addendum. Ooh. What's your addendum? Well, as we know, we're eventually going to get a Doctor Who game on the Nintendo DS and the Wii console. So, in preparation for the Wii console version, I have seen early photographs of a sonic screwdriver shaped Wii remote. I want one, 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 I want one. one. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. It looks it's, good, it's, and there's a, a DS thing as well, a case or something for yeah. the DS. Yeah. A stylus as well, isn't that's, it? That's it, so yeah. It's Sonic rather less practical, stylus, but... but yeah. And it probably cost about 80 quid. But it's, 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 it's uh, number 11 Sonic screwdriver. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Know what to get in for Christmas. I'd definitely have to get a hold of one of those. Yes? Yeah. yeah. Mate, how many Wii remotes you've got now? I've got four already. You can use four, but... Yeah. One after you retired. Yeah, spare. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds quite fun. <laughs> but what's the betting when the Harry Potter films, the last of them, come out and they yeah. do a game? We will then get a one shape. It's amazing they haven't control. got one already. Yeah, yeah. But they do do um, a TV control with mm, shapes from, one from that, yeah. Dragon's Den. It's not commercially available yet. Oh, okay. But it tunes itself to your TV, and you actually wave the wand to to make things go forward, back to pause the TV or the video to turn it on and off. Trouble and they is, actually bought this. That all of the dragons actually yeah. put money. Into really? It. Yeah. Trouble is, when they bought out the lightsaber attachment yeah. for the Wii remote, you couldn't keep it on because it um, blocked the signal. Yeah, the blade yeah. to attach yeah. the blade it blocked the signal from the oh, Wii yeah. remote. Well, if you think a sonic screwdriver is yeah. about the same yeah. size yeah. as the Hopefully Wii handheld, remember at the moment, there's a so sensor in the end. Yeah, there's of the nothing thing. you need to stick on. Yeah, the end so of the it sonic should work. Yeah. Any road up? Any more? Keith's getting for Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> So all we need to do is make the Wii Fit Pad visible that you can actually run on run it. So you can corridor. run down the yeah. corridor yeah. whilst yeah. I'm doing your Sonic screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been watching TV again. We yes. have. Yes, yes. Well, sort Makes of. a change. Yes. We've got to do something with our time. Yeah. That true. doesn't turn us blind, necessarily. We might have turned our minds to sludge this particular one, but... Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> We watched Blind, blindness is just uh an added bonus in that case. It turned our mind to lava bugs. Yeah, we watched <laughs> the deep. The deep, yes. <sighs> Sorry. The final episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Episode five of five. There is a god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it was a disappointing series all in all, I th- yeah. think. I well, like it, it. It, it opened with such promise. Yeah. 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 It finished. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I, I've recently gone back, for, for reasons that we've disclosed, to listen to a couple of the original uh, podcasts from uh, the Who Run the, mm. to check things. Season 5, yeah. Yeah haven't fitted in and we started with such high hopes with this it, you know we were very enthusiastic yeah. about yeah. it and it's a couple of theories a couple of theories completely wrong a couple of theories yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. but unfortunately the enthusiasm just hasn't stayed and that's uh, reflected in the viewing figures too yeah. it wasn't just us yeah. <laughs> i got the feeling that it was almost like either they ran out of an idea or they hurried up the ending it, yeah. it really was kind of like hurried up the ending I mean mm. I mean I'll stay with it till the end I mean oh yeah oh. but what were the viewing figures uh, it started off at 5.62 million, which is pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. It's less than who, but, you know, what yeah. isn't. And ended at uh, 3.72. Oh, dear. Yeah. It, it rallied a bit. It's 3.2, the penultimate episode. Yeah. So it rallied a bit, but a lot of people seem disappointed with it. Where did we leave it? Uh, Clem was on, about to die. As yeah. Racing to the surface. Yes. 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 The Orpheus crew were... Going down into the ultra-deep, mm, deep yes. trench. Into the trench, yeah. A couple of the crew were left stuck on the, mm, on the Russian yes. vessel. And then 
and all that stuff on the surface, which mm-hmm. I expected, as I said last time, Clem to get involved in yeah. that, to, yeah. you know, kind of tie it all up. That's what you said, they seem to be separating them for this specific reason. Yeah, yeah. but that wasn't quite what happened. He actually got back involved with what was happening on the Russian sub. So he surfaced back in the Russian sub. All yeah. mm-hmm. oh, right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what happened there, and uh, sacrificed himself, basically. <laughs> the Russians were desperate to stop the lava bugs from being take, taken to service and yeah. being discovered by the wider community to save their oil, oil reserves, reserves mm, just it, to yeah. keep the price of oil up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was basically an oil conglomerate that was behind yeah. it all, both the Russian and the um, Anglo-American yeah. sub. Oh, so basically yeah. they were working hand in glove then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and the, the oil conglomerate wanted to find out what was down there, not just the oil fields, but the lava bugs to see what threat it was. Mm-hmm. And what was it, one of the lines was... The, the car that runs on water and something else, they exist, but they'll never come to the light of day. Yeah. And it, it was that kind of like idea of the of the oil conglomerates suppressing this information. Yeah. And yeah. There has always been a bit of a, a theory that these big oil companies have been suppressing technology. Yeah. Which perhaps in some ways is real. I mean, back in the 80s, whatever, there were electric cars. Mm. Uh, was it GM came out with an yeah. electric car yeah, and they, they recalled them all and scrapped them. Hmm? Yeah. So we could have had it 20, 30 years ago. Right? Well, no, but I was working at Suzuki, we had a couple of how, how can I put it, concept cars come yeah. from the warehouse that were completely electrical. Mm. Yeah, you know yeah. that was good ten years ago now. Mm. I mean, when it when it started to feature the bit on the lava bugs and that, I, I went from the oh it's going to be aliens to a little bit more of kinds of are we going to start treading into the areas of edge of darkness here? Yeah, yeah. Which you know could have been quite interesting. The oil companies trying to get hold of the the nice little buggies that are going to mm-hmm. save the day or put them out of business. But it it I don't know it just pitted into nothingness yeah, yeah. it really did they didn't bolster or maintain the threat you know, no. It was... no it didn't seem to build what happened yeah. is every episode you'd have a kind of cliffhanger event which was quickly resolved yeah. mm. so it just kind of had just kind of bobbed along yeah. rather than built to a, to a finale yeah, it, yeah. It, it just petered and yeah. it also seemed to go one time we'll be in the small sub the next one will be predominantly in the big Russian stuff then we'll be back in the small stuff then we'll be back in the you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from one to the other. And the characters never really developed that much. I no. certainly didn't really care. Yeah. When, yeah. when Clem sacrificed himself, he's meant to be the big title character, but I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else did. Well, but. I think, uh, certainly on the first episode, you, you got everyone he wasn't sure of, but you pointed out, you get the feeling that this is the character who's going to die then, that's the whiny, noisy character who's yep. not going to die. And, <laughs> They didn't actually come across as proper three-dimensional characters. They just were fully ciphered characters. Mm. Yeah, they had uh, the bolted-on history. Yeah. The wife who disappeared, the affair, and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. But, I think Clem's yeah. wife was a, a best example because, you know, supposedly Clem and her have been happily married, etc. He finds her in this Russian sub. She <laughs> speaks fluent Russian suddenly yeah. and she knows everything that's gone on. So you get the feeling that maybe she's been working with the Russians, maybe a bit of a spy. But mm. it's kind of like, oh, yeah. I speak Russian, I've been helping them, let's move on to... And it's like, this is all glossed over it, and I thought they're going to pull that part of the character out. But they didn't seem to actually go into any of the characters more than just really superficial face value. And uh, the witch stone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Where where did that go? Yeah, yeah, what happened? They made such a big thing of it in the first episode. Yeah. Even if it was just a red herring, it would have been a nice touch for him to leave it at the bottom, as he said. Yeah. We could have wrapped that up and, you know, mentally we could have thrown that away. They made such a big thing of it, and it just 
disappeared. It didn't, nothing yeah. actually come of it. It just seemed to be kind of adding a layer of like, supernatural onto it yeah. to get people in yeah, thinking it was it. that we, sort of program, we, but it wasn't. They, at all. they had a checklist and said, right, we've got that, we've got that, we've got that, right, we've got to include that. Yeah, we need the yeah. science fiction fans, we need the yeah. uh, spooky yeah. fans. It, <laughs> as I said, it would have made more sense if they actually did something with it, even if it was, as he was promised to do, just leave it at the sea bottom. Mm, yeah. Which I suppose is what ultimately did happen, because the Russian <laughs> sub did explode. And yeah. It was in it. <laughs> but like I said, uh, I think it's the case that they forgot that and or got thrown out in the right. Maybe he got lost in the edit. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Possibly, yeah. May have done, but... But it was a very disappointing... Yeah, and, I overall. mean, even down to the bit where they kept the DNA of the, the little lava thingies. Mm, okay, so what are they going to do with it? Mm. Well, they said they had, a, was it a genetic test? Template, so they yeah. can start re- you know, sort of genetically reconstructing the lava bugs. Hmm. So obviously there is still light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah um, and he, it was left on a bit of a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Russian girl yeah. was left uh, maybe dead or mm-hmm. dying, unresolved. And, but yeah, clearly for, it's not going to be a second series. Yeah, so probably for a bit for the second series that yeah. was never going to... I very much doubt it. But by that point you really didn't care yeah, if she no. was left alive or dead. If, no. you know, it was just like, yeah. mm, OK. So I didn't miss much then. No, no. Afraid no. not. No. Well, I think they took the right course of action, not having sort of um, underwater aliens or extraterrestrials. I mean, because I think that would have gone too far along the route of the abyss and such. But, but the thing Maybe. was, is certainly for the first couple of episodes, it was setting up for that. Well, I and was, I suppose it was a bit of a red herring. Yeah, it? it could have been a red herring, but you had nothing to replace it. Mm. The the what they did have to replace it the global conglomerates yeah. mm. were more or less a faceless villain. We didn't actually have a villain or an event to replace them. They they were the faceless office bots. Well, yeah. I mean that's not such a bad idea actually because I mean there's no sort of clear cut villain. I mean yeah so, yeah. So you, say, you could you could you could say that the threat is all around you. So. But they didn't but then, actually play on that. That that was the yeah. thing. You didn't have this feeling that the threat was all around. It was just some bloke turned up with the helicopter and a big yeah. boat went on board and said that's all ours thank you very much bye bye there, there wasn't even really that feeling of, of a band yeah. Yeah. No. Why, why bother pick them up just leave them where they are they're going to sink to the bottom of the sea along with all the evidence everything will go if you really had that kind of like nasty yeah. face it's, it's, it's yeah, like again, sort of people would start asking questions yeah, it's like I having mean, how, how, how could two um, sort of separate missions both meet sort of yeah, meet an unexplained end it was, neither of them existed though yeah. that was the thing you've got paperwork you they can easily cover it up. It was like having... The best way I can sum it up, it's like having a Bond film, you take Blofeld out of it, but you don't replace another villain. Mm. Mm. Just have an organisation. Just mm. a, a yeah. nondescript, faceless organisation. You yeah. don't have the showdown. You don't have well, the... That's, uh, that's what Spectre was. Yeah, but Spectre was run by Blofeld. You had him in it. He was the one who was making the plans, stroking the cat, the central <laughs> threat. <laughs> then... With Bout Blofeld, you don't have a central threat. You just have this cloudy organisation mm-hmm. that you fight against, but you make no headway. And they never seem that sinister. I mean, at the yeah. end there, they make him sign a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. Hey, come on. <laughs> that might be realistic, but it's not a great drama. <laughs> yeah, point taken. So you enjoyed it? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sitting on the fence and getting splinters up my bum. No, no, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I enjoyed the first, sort of, like, two, three episodes, then it just kind of didn't seem to hold me for much more yeah. beyond that. Yeah. I watched the rest of it, but... You watched it because you had to, because you knew you were reviewing <laughs> the podcast. Basically, yeah. 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 yeah, the story just... 
I, I kind of like was sitting there thinking I have a feeling how this plot is going to go. <laughs> and mm. then, you know... In theory, they set it up from the beginning as a proper political thriller type of thing. Mm. Yeah. Like sort of like Edge of Darkness sort of thing. Yeah. Then it might have worked quite well, but yeah, this kind of mis- misled us, didn't it, I think, more than anything. I don't know. So the deep sank without trace. For the majority of us, but there's one person in the life raft. <laughs> <laughs> See, waving doesn't work. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I liked the deep... Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Another reimagining. Now, time for The Prisoner, which I also haven't seen. (laughs) Glad you're here today. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I came along. (laughs) So... Tell us about the prisoner. Have they asked it up, or was it yeah. a good reimagining? Um. <laughs> <laughs> if it was the prisoner, they've asked it up. Okay. Yeah. If it's a interesting series about a conglomerate and that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, do you want to give away the too ending? Bad. I don't know, but... It, it kind of like it. It, it was almost so different from The Prisoner to some extent that... You may as well have given it another title. It, it, it probably would have worked better if they'd actually created a whole new... Mm. Can yeah. I just check something? Probably. Yes. Crumbly. Hello. Did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> For what it was, I mean, if you could suspend the disbelief when I first started watching it, it had the broad outline of the original series. Mm. I mean, as you say, I mean, it wasn't really a reimagining as such. I mean, it was it was a new take on an old favourite. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, whereas with The Deep we all splashed down either side of the fence. This time, all three of you, possibly four of you, are sitting on it. Uh, if, you're call- if you're calling it The Prisoner, it wasn't very good, but if you're calling, if you're coming up with a new idea for a series, it wasn't bad. I, no, I'm not sure I'd even go that far. I think yeah. it, was, it was okay. I think it was, didn't quite hit the mark, even as, a, as its own thing. In similarities with the original, okay. apparently the titles of the new series were taken from the old series. Yes. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, schizoid, rather. Schizoid, schizoid yeah. man, etc. Rover was in it. Yep. Yay, Rover! <laughs> that was good to see. A very was, big Rover. Was that all realistic or... Yeah. 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 Better done than the original. He he still made that funny noise as well that Rover made. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of growling noise. Mm. Um, You did have number two. You did have number six. But Mm -hmm. no number one. No number one. No talk of number one either. And I do like the, the... Ending spoiler music, spoiler music. Where instead of him turning out to be number one, they made him number one. Well, kind of number style. two, really. Yeah, yeah. I suppose number one, although they never really referred to because they did one, keep going, the wife. You are, you are the one. Well, I mean, I think the whole premise was based very much along the lines of Schizoid Man, where um, number six was made to believe that he was another person, yeah. and mm. an impersonator called Curtis, yeah, he was supposed to be number six. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were two actual people, one stayed in the village, you know, sort of one went on to carry on his life in the outside world. Hmm, I wasn't very clear on that. I, I, th- yeah. I assumed that he was kind of locked in this fantasy world forever. Well, locked into the machine or whatever it was that was doing it. I think, I think um, his aims were rather uh, altruistic because he had to stay there to look after uh, num- uh, the new dreamer because there was... 313, was she? Uh, 313, I think that's yeah. it, yeah. I mean, she had... Well, she literally sort of dreamt the village. I mean, because yeah. when, when number two's wife was awake or sort of brought out, brought out of her drug-induced coma... Uh, the village literally started falling apart. Mm. I mean, that's where all the holes in yeah, holes in the ground started appearing. 
Although they didn't go away when she went back into the coma, which is odd. They gradually started disappearing. I mean, sort of, I think the thing was they needed somebody new to take over the, uh, the job of her uh, number two's wife. Yeah. So they could sort of carry on dreaming the existence of the village. Mm-hmm. So it was all sort of a, a virtual reality set up. Kind of, it, yeah, it's all psychological. Mm-hmm. It was tapping into people's subconscious. Yeah. It kind of had dreams, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So they were put under into some kind of dream coma state I, th- I think the difference between this and the original prisoner is at the end of at the end of the series so far and i think it's the end of the series completely yeah he accepts the village he mm, accepts yeah. his role in it and he actually is, is happy to carry on with the village and lead it Which whereas he was premise. always yeah. fighting yeah. against the village even mm. at the end yeah it sort of turns the premise of the original prisoner on its mm. head yeah although yeah but there again i mean as in the very last episode fallout's Yep. I mean, does number six escape? Or yeah, do anything know. escape? In the, uh, what's the name of that uh, graphic novel? Uh, oh. A, B and C, isn't it? Uh, uh, no, there's, it's set after, yeah. some years after mm, the original prison. I've got it, yeah. It's there, I I've can got, see it from here. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Shattered Visage. Shattered Visage. Uh, yeah. That has number six uh, in control of the village yeah, the, years the, afterwards. Yeah, the, the desolated, empty, yeah. crumbling so, village. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the village, I mean, in the new series, I mean, okay, it's, all, all right, it's not Port Merion. No. No, no, no it's somewhere I mean, which I've been to many times, yeah. It's much, much bigger than the original village. Well, yeah, the idea of it the new villages, I mean, okay, it's a small town. Mm. Yep. But I think the impression I uh, get of it is um, back in Cold War Russia, they used to have these special towns set aside where all the inhabitants had to act like American citizens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They had to speak English. They had to drive on the left-hand uh, yeah. sorry, the right-hand side of the road. Yeah. They had to adopt every single Americanism. So. Spy villages, Spy basically. Villages, yeah. 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 yeah, for to, for training. This village, as you say, it, it was no Port Marion. It didn't mm. have the quirkiness of Port Marion. That it, it had was, its own identity. It yeah. had yeah. its own, and it was visually it, stunning. And I, yeah, from from the ones that I did see, it has its own version of uh, surrealness because you've did. got these mm. white painted houses mm. slap bang in the middle. Of the desert, of the desert, and they're all they're all the same. The yeah. houses. Mm, yeah. It feels like a kind of model American village from yeah, the yeah. kind of fifties or forties. Yeah. Or, 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 or what, what Apple Town? The villages they used to blow mm. up for the bombs. Yes, mm. Mm. that's it. Yeah. yeah, I think the one thing that sets this one different to the original is the quirkiness. Yeah, the original had a distinctly slightly acid. 60s quirkiness <laughs> things yeah. like the chess game yeah. and that kind of stuff mm. and the costumes that were worn and it it was a trip in its own way kind of <laughs> style which this one doesn't have this no. one is much much more serious you've got the bc in you which isn't made too much of and given that we're in a cctv society and the village is mm. cctv i'm surprised yeah. they actually didn't make more of the bc in you because yeah. they really Oh, oh yes, they yeah. see him. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot more of that in the original. Yes, um, definitely. I kind of missed the quirkiness, and although yeah. this didn't have it, the original to me was much darker or much more sinister yeah. than this one right. is for having that. This one was was more of um, literally a, a spy, industrial spy kind of thing to mm, me. That's industrial espionage. Yeah. yeah. It had a very different feel, though. I mean, there there wasn't number two forever trying to get, why did you resign? Yeah. Yeah. Never, apart from in the opening title where you spray resign on the window, there's not really any talk of that at all. 
No, but because in in the original, he the number six is a, is a spy, and they or mm. they need to find out yeah. what. In this one, it's it is more to do with business and industry, mm. and right, it's yeah. more that these people have nervous breakdowns or whatever it is. Mm. Well, they just become a liability to the company. Yeah. Mm. So you've got a different emphasis. They haven't mm. got to find out from him why he's resigned, yeah. what yeah. secrets mm. he's well, let that's loose. It. I mean, the original series was very much to do with the Cold War and um, mm. yeah, say mm. espionage. Yeah. yeah, whereas this is more to do with sort of uh, well, big corporations and how people can either quit, go loopy, or or just throw the towel in. Yeah. Mm. Also, this one is different from the original Village, whereas the original Village, there was kind of understanding there was a real world out there. Yeah. 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 In this one, everybody refused to accept there was anything beyond the Village. Mm, the it. Village was everything, the entire yeah. world. Which is kind of an interesting idea, but gave him nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nowhere to escape, escape to. Too. Yeah, it was it was interesting, and it did have some interesting ideas. And yeah, I think it was very well acted, and the scenery was stunning. But it was far enough and different enough from the original Prisoner to become its own TV series. To not necessarily, in some ways, have tied itself down mm. by calling itself mm. the Prisoner. It well, was similar enough, but two, with a bit of working. Two, two separate entities, or sharing, you know, sort of sharing the same name. Mm. So, there, yeah. there is some been, some implication at the beginning, which is not borne out by the uh, yeah. the resolution, that this is some some kind of sequel. Because you have what appears to be the original number six mm. escaping in the very the, beginning of the yeah, first episode. Yeah, it's an old man it's escaping. It's an old man yeah. in, in the blazer. In the blazer. Yeah. 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 But that isn't borne out at all by how it ends. Mm. It clearly I'm, can't I'm, be the original. I'm wondering if it's actually done itself an injustice to some extent by taking on the name of the prisoner yes. because the mm. comparisons are going to be made and it is different to the original. And so you're mm. either going to have people that love the original that are going to look on it and not necessarily like it because it hasn't got the quirkiness yep. and what have you. You've got some people that are going to not necessarily watch it because they didn't like the daftness of the original yeah. Prisoner. Mm. It It's not necessarily always a good thing to give yourself a label or hang yourself on an old series. That sometimes I think, And I think this is possibly one of those cases where, although it's got links... Maybe if it had found itself yeah. a new name, still I, kept in yeah. the same yeah. thing. Are, but are you thinking it should have been called something completely different? Called but the, something but complete. the first line in the cr- end credits should have been inspired by. Yeah, maybe. The, you know, it's it's part of the same idea, but it is different from it. It's a double-edged I, I, sword, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because I do, if, I do if tend towards the idea of it being a following, you know, from the original series, mm. there are a lot of people out there say, you know, who say the uh, the prisoner. Was a follow-on from Danger Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. which case, why not have called was. this the Village mm. or something Maybe. like that, but rather than actually almost the same? You do have Star Wars Episode Four, and then the follow-on is Star Wars Episode Four: yeah. A New mm. Hope, yeah. and then we made Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yeah, y- you know, you, if you're doing you something, to, if you're following on, you go into something with a preset conception of what yeah. it should be. But but if you if they denied where they got it from, mm. people would complain. Well. Uh, so they can't win that way. Yeah. If they keep keep the names they did, mm. then people will compare it to the original. They can't yeah. win either oh, way. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's da- damned if you, damned if you. But I if they'd actually give, if they called it something like the village and that, then there wouldn't necessarily be so much comparison to is this a remake of the prisoner? But no, they this is a this is a follow on. This is a new version of maybe. What have you. But they get publicity. For doing a remake, yeah, which yeah. they wouldn't necessarily get if they just do. Didn't do a lot of good spot. though, did it? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I find the original series also dealt with a lot of uh, dealt with a lot of uh, contemporary issues of the mm. day. Um, yeah. Like uh, I found the episode "The Girl Who Was Death" to be a very sort of well, as I say, sort of surreal episode. Oh, yeah. And um, "Living in Harmony" that dealt very much with um, 
psychotropics and uh, hallucinogenic jobs, drugs. Hmm. This one didn't didn't turn to do anything. I didn't no, not do really. anything comparative. They did have Michael, yeah. who gets named sadly, number six, dragged out of bed every night and drugged mm-hmm. and things like yeah. this. Various times throughout the season, but yeah, it doesn't have the same feel. To yeah, it. it's not it's not dealing with any social events or anything. So, in summing up, are we saying? Good, but could have been better or could have been different. I'd say okay rather than good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, visually, I was quite impressed with it. Um, Yeah, they put money into it. And I did like the acting of the character. Yeah, the acting in it I thought was quite good. Number two, obviously, the good thing about having one number two throughout is you can have the character develop. Yeah. Ian McKellen is obviously a great actor. But I have to say, it didn't... I didn't have that much sympathy for the lead character. No. And if you don't have much sympathy mm. for Lee character, you don't mm. then pay much attention as, to as story. As we've already discussed in the deep. Mm. Yeah. 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 He didn't yeah. seem to have much personality, did he, really? No. Like my, my feelings are, I mean, okay, I mean, I tend, I tend to agree with what people are saying. It could have, you know, it should have been made as a follow-on. Mm. Visually, well, it was faultless. It really was. Mm. Could have dealt with me yeah, a bit more with the uh, contemporary issues of the yeah. of, yeah, of today. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say, like you know, sort, of, sort of free speech, you know, surveillance, and things like that. Yeah. Pretty much what was covered in the original series. Yep. I mean, okay, um, what was the guy's name? Jim Carroll... Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yes. Ja- James Caviezel. Cav- <laughs> James Caviezel, I mean. Okay, I mean, he's no Patrick McGoon, but I think... No. Whereas Patrick McGoon, sort of, he was continually railing against the system, trying to, trying to claw his way out of the village. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, maintaining a very icy and, sort of, well, I wouldn't say aloof personality... I mean, that was the whole point of uh, Patrick McGoon's number six. He was a mass of contradictions. I mean, on one hand, he was the um, the perfect gentleman, uh, right, sort of having sort of battle, you know, sort of verbal battle of wills with uh, number two. I mean, especially Leo McKern, who was my favourite number two. <laughs> I mean, sort of, he was the ideal combination of mirth and malice. Yeah. Mm. And um, as I say, yeah, Jim Cousins, um, whatever his name, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> He seemed to be in a perpetual state of, well, being nervous and on edge. Mm. I mean, he wasn't expecting you know, what, what was coming around the corner most of the time. Whereas um, Patrick McGowan's number six, I mean, sort of, he was able to take on the authorities in the village you know, on their own terms most of the time. Mm. I'm wondering if some of the, the aspects, things like the CCTV and looking at current social issues within the actual show were the kind of things they were going to do for season two once they built up the idea because the, the, the prisoner or that kind of story is an ideal ground for for looking at social issues and mm, turning right. it into story yeah i'm not 100 sure on whether it was going to go i think second it, series. no it just i no. think it was but just build as a mini series it was always mm. going to be the six yeah. episodes yeah. i think yeah yeah in which case, I think they're not looking at the, the CCTV and the monitoring. Mm. There's a trick that they missed that could have actually yeah. given this its own identity separate from the, the original prison and really brought it up to date. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> they'll do another remake yep. someday, I'm Give sure. Come on, a couple of years, they'll do it again. Okay, ladies and germs, last weekend off of this recording, me and El Presidente sallied forth to, was it Rigby? Ripley. R- sorry, Ripley, believe R- it or R- not. Rigby, yeah. Ripley. Uh, you said Rigby. I know I said Rigby. I, I'm he's, a, he's a bloke out rising down, okay. isn't he? <laughs> and uh, Jones. <laughs> attended Hooverville. Hooverville 2. The second. Yes. The yes. ah. second, yes. 
Only me and El Presidente could make it because unfortunately yeah. it was a last minute affair and a few other people mm. were wrapped up in, in their real lives. Decorating <laughs> bedrooms. <laughs> I was down in Bath. Or yeah. living rooms rather. Mm. So, besides the uh, four hour drive for us, how Ooh. did you find it, <sighs> well, El yeah. Presidente? Oh, it's great fun. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get there right at the beginning no, this year, unfortunately. No, we just missed the opening ceremony. We didn't miss too much, I don't no. think. Yeah, we did a podcast panel again. Yes. You should have seen the feed already by now. Yeah. <laughs> heard, heard the feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What else did we do? Lots uh, of hanging around talking to podcasters, podcasters. and people yes, like that, really. Yeah, it, it featured uh, Deborah Watling, who I think we missed. Yeah. Because she was on before we arrived there. Did you not hear the screams? <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, Sophie Aldred, Katie Manning. Katie Manning was there, Katie yeah. Manning. Uh, and John Leeson was John there. John Leeson, yes, 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 John Leeson. Uh, there were a couple others. I can't, yeah, for the life of me, remember, because we were out back nattering. Most yeah, I didn't see many panels. Sophie Aldred, we saw Sophie Aldred's panel. We saw panel. Sophie's panel and uh, 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 a little dealer's room. Mm. Um, Spent a lot of time in there, actually, with, uh, with the Paul. big finish. Yeah, with the big finish guys. Um, I think they learned a little something from last year because... It was in the uh, railway shed again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this time they had moved the autograph queue outside to one of the other. Oh, less noisy then. Less yeah. noisy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, it, he, he, what, it, what happened is the organiser, Steve, yeah. seemed to know what worked and what didn't work yeah. and kept the stuff that worked and rearranged the rest. Mm, hmm. Sensible man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah, very good. I'm not sure about the fumes. Yes, they that, were uh, They were shed. actually painting a train. Ah. Oh. <laughs> in the shed. So, so it was, uh, when you got there first time, it was an overwhelming sense of, a uh, smell of paint. But... You know, after about an hour or two, you didn't notice the smell of paint, but you did, you did notice the lights <laughs> and the pretty colours. <laughs> and the way my hand moved. Yeah. <laughs> and all those doctors everywhere, maybe oh, there's our imagination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a photograph opportunity sort of round the corner where they had a, a whole range of Daleks. Yes. In, including yes. The, the Black Storm Dalek. Dalek Storm. Mm. And again, yeah, the, yeah. the Red Daleks. No eye Daleks. Yay! No, no eye Daleks at all. Nobody's making them. And somebody had set up, I think it's from one of the fan films, Yeah, had set up in the corner a TARDIS set. A console had, room. You yeah. Had, yeah, console room. You had the, the walls and, um, what was it? Uh, console? Console, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The Hartnell Troughton console? I think that's what it was based on. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. So it isn't the console that I hid under once on B Sky B thing? No, no, it's not, not that console. Not that console. So the, the one I'm, I'm seem to be doing all the talking. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the atmosphere was relaxed. It was a nice, yep. gentle, pleasant atmosphere. You could walk up and talk with anyone, join in any conversation. Do you, yeah. Like the old leisure hives, you had the stars just wandering around talking yeah. to people. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing I liked from last year, that this was back into the small cosy yeah. convention yeah. where they all yeah. seemed to have gone bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And this was more, um, as you say, it's the friendly, it's the fans being yeah. together, the actors being able to wander in and out around the fans and not getting overly mobbed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that that seems that's to have been the same this same, year, yeah. that they yeah. haven't suddenly yeah. decided to remove everyone off. Or no, no, stark no. contrast, the SFX we went to yeah, the, back um, in February, we yeah. didn't, you know, they no. were hustled onto the, yeah, uh, the stage and the disappeared off again. You never yeah. saw anybody. And also with the ones in the school. Oh, time. Yeah. 
quest uh, yeah. invasion. The yeah. They were very much sequestered away in a, in a green room somewhere. And yeah. You could only occasionally glimpse them as you pressed your faces up against the window. <laughs> if you're yeah. lucky, you'd get an autograph queue and say two words to them. Yeah. 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 But That's said, after you've paid for your autograph for your second one. Yeah. But yeah. this one, it was the very much wandering around. You know, they, they, they breathe, they eat. Mm. My God, they fart. They're real people. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying Sophie Aldred walked around farting. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know Sophie from old. <laughs> she brought her family along. Yeah, she had that, two quite, kids, quite my husband. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, must be grown eight up year old, now. Eight-year-old, how old is that? Ten, I think. Ten, yeah, ten, eight, ten, eight, somewhere eight, so yeah. just at the stage where they're getting embarrassed by <laughs> yeah. their parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember when, the, when it got round the tavern that Bill was having an affair with Sophie Aldred mm. because he did the juggling for that video she was doing at the same <laughs> point at which the book came out where yeah. Ace and Bill the cook were having an affair <laughs> yes. behind Captain Middler's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing the rumours that started at tavern. Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, that was, uh, we're still oh. having our affair, Jean. I think we probably are, but that's only in Wynne's fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> My win. <laughs> you've just climbed out the canal. Now you've made him fall back in. <laughs> but no, overall, um, if you get the chance, they're doing it next year, aren't they? The very end, Steve Hatcher said it. Yeah, you know, hands up for people who want to come to Hooverville Three. And yeah, what was the attendance like this year? It was a, a, good. Up yeah, slightly up. It's slightly, hard to tell. But it didn't. Yeah, look, it was still. Look up. It wasn't empty. Put it that way. No, not Did at you go all, on no. a steam train? Um, to get there, yes, it was pulled by Thomas. Oh. Thomas, oh. yeah. What, what, what were the monsters at the station to greet you this uh, year? It, we, as we arrived late, oh, right. so it, at that time it was two, two Daleks, wasn't there it? There were uh, there. There was a weeping angel again. I've seen yes. photos. There's yeah. definitely a weeping angel there, and uh, I'm not sure what else. Yeah, <laughs> as I said, we we arrived at eleven o'clock, and the opening ceremony was about ten thirty. So we didn't miss a lot. But... No, no, but, yeah, but no, very it good was, event. It was a very good uh, Sunday afternoon, and as I said, if they're doing it next year, then I'm going to definitely try to move heaven earth to get back there. Oh, definitely. And I would recommend. Yeah, I would recommend anyone who's listening who's in England or can get over into England at the time yep. to pay it a visit and uh, try the, the raffle oh yes yes you won again didn't I you I won again what yes. did you win <laughs> what did uh, you win a script Ooh, oh what one uh, that thrilling was it <laughs> no it's, it, it was a photocopy of a script with a photocopied sign somebody photocopied signing it the Dalek Master Plan, Ooh. episode 12, a, a switch in time, by Dennis Spooner, with a photocopy Dennis Spooner, Spooner. Yep. autograph. Yep. There wasn't oh. much left when I... Is the Dalek Master Plan one... I don't think that's episode 12. They haven't got... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. He, he, he didn't fix it like last time. Where he won everything, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only the one. But also there was a few familiar faces out in the dealer's room. You had uh, the big Finnish guys. Yep. And the artist, I'm trying to remember. Steve Caldwell. Steve Caldwell. Yeah, the, um, again, the, the, his Who stuff is non-commissioned and done off his own back. Mm. But it is fantastic. I'm yeah, saying nothing, one. not after the <laughs> bucks from last time. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, a good day had by all, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hopefully we'll be there next year. Yeah, yeah. And what are you going to go to in the next weekend, is it, I believe? Oh, the real Keith and I... Yeah. And construct number, number two, two, yeah, are going to Doc Two Live. See, uh, 9th of October, I, I think, think it so. is. Think this so. is the uh, yeah. Wembley, the Saturday Wembley yeah. Arena one. I'm just saying, it better be live, you know, pay to see him slowly mouldy and dead. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, um, what's it about? Basically, it's a rework of Carnival of Monsters. Yeah. 
Nigel yeah, Planer is the guy with the miniscope or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, as far as I can tell, it's a, a travelling show of alien monsters than he has in his miniscope that he shrinks up large to show. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, Sounds see. quite good, then. Yeah. So you can do a full breathing to us. <laughs> yeah, oh, we will, yeah. <laughs> and they've got uh, a fairly small orchestra, but they're reworking music kind of a rock band. Yeah. Sort of yeah. thing. It's going to be a bit weird. The Doctor's theme on his guitar and yeah. as well. I'm just, I'm just interested to see how they're going to do Flying Daleks. Yeah. Mm. We're meant to have Flying on Daleks there. Yeah. Yeah. No, Apparently no strings involved. Ooh. No strings attached. <laughs> so they claim. But, you know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that. Okay, you've been writing to us. What yeah, yeah, lovely yeah. people, yes. Have you? Oh, yeah, so you have. Woo-hoo. We've heard from Naya. Hello, Naya! She says, hello, Staggering Stories team. Repressing emotions isn't good for people. <laughs> How do you all really feel about the next series of Doctor Who being split in half? Don't hold back now. <laughs> split us. I'm not best pleased myself, but Who as a series has been through much worse. Were we a little negative last I, I time? I think that was, yeah, the, the... That was Jean's fault. I wasn't here! Well, there you go, there you, you see? Go, <laughs> I don't know. You I usually buck us up so well. when I'm here. <laughs> what is up? It when oh. I'm up. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I wanted to say how much I agree with the idea of going postal as an advert for the book rather than an adaptation. Yeah. Although visually lush and well cast, lush is such a good Ooh. word. <laughs> lush. lush and well cast. All the best plot points were either twisted or ignored. Ooh. For instance, instead of Spike falling unwillingly from. Uh, moist as she recognised her best quality, her better qualities. His, his, his. his. See, his. I thought that should have been. You can't leave, can you? Yeah. Are you starting on me? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, right. Outside now. <laughs> Get it sorted. Sorted. Least of meat <laughs> into the mud pit. Barely. <laughs> Did you know jam? Well, be barely, jam. but at least jam. I can. It's much better. <laughs> Do you want to do that again, love? Do you want to do that again? I think I might. All right, then. All right. Although visually, shut your noise. (laughs) (laughs) Although visually lush, will you shut up? (laughs) Hello. That isn't me, by the way. That's probably. Although visually lush and well cast... She likes the word lush. I do. Yeah, we lush. didn't have a lush. All the best plot points were either twisted or ignored. Mm. For instance, instead of Spike falling unwillingly for Moist as she recognised his better qualities, on screen it was getting creepy and stalkerish <laughs> how mm. Moist kept pursuing an angry and unwilling Adorabelle. I thought the rendition of Hogfather was much closer to the plot and intent of the book, although I'm discovering that I'm one of the few who really liked it. Mm. <laughs> Only three more episodes of Sherlock is a disappointment yep. but not half the disappointment no more episodes would have <laughs> yep. been jeez yep. aren't we Mrs Cup half <laughs> <laughs> I've had my legs chopped off but it could have been worse I could have had my arms chopped off as well that was my impression of an American accent oh, oh, you're in so much oh, trouble oh, when you're oh, over <laughs> I hope your theory that Moriarty isn't the Moriarty is confirmed Moriarty. when the ultimate baddie started mincing around. <laughs> <laughs> all, that, all I thought was, no wonder you got teased as a kid. What a wuss. <laughs> See you next episode. Naya. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Naya. Yeah. Sorry about the accent thing. <laughs> it wasn't even an accent. <laughs> it was some northern. Mm. We have one here from Patrick. Hello, Hello Patrick. 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 He says, dear staggerers, 
Who is this other being contesting the spot of Mr. Dalek writer that you mentioned? I will destroy them. Actually, no, I probably won't. I've only written this one Mr. Dalek story. I guess it depends on how this one is is received. Me and Ben have been having secret emails about his epic finale. I can't wait. Mm. That's all from me. I didn't have much nonsense today. Perhaps I should have done a longer greeting. Bye for now, Patrick. Goodbye, Patrick. (laughs) Patrick. Mr. Dalek will return with new adventures later this year. For now, a quick teaser written by Benjamin and approved by Patrick to get people eager for our new writing insanities. Oh, excellent. Adam Purcell and Mr. Dalek sit down to watch the CBBC HBO <laughs> TV show Teletubby Blood. Oh, Teletubby Blood. Okay. <laughs> you going to be cookie? I'll be cookie. I'll be dipsy. <laughs> I want to do bad things. Pardon? Hmm? <laughs> I'm going to hit you with Churchill. <laughs> oh, yes. In the role of Cookie Snack House, we have Jane Riddler. <laughs> in the role of what? Dipsy, Dipsy Compton, we have fake Keith. In the role of Nunu of Louisiana, we have real Keith. In the role of Dinosaur, we have Crumbly. Right. In the role of Poe Northman and himself, we have Adam Purcell. Hey <laughs> In the role of Unison, we have everyone. Everybody. In the role of Mr. Dalek, we also have real Keith. No, in the role of Mr. Dalek, will be played by himself. <laughs> oh, well, if you're going to be... Plays with himself, doesn't he? Yes, he plays with himself. Dipsy Compton, tell me the truth. Cookie, I am a man of few words. Do you love me, or do you love the Nunu of Louisiana? Dramatic pause. Cookie, I am a man of few words. <laughs> Time for teletubby awkwardness. Dipsy, you moron. Why is a purple dinosaur instead of Lala Merlotti in his dog form? The dog was too sick to film today. I'm here as a stand-in. I'm the dinosaur from your imagination. Let's play, boys and girls. Eh-oh. <laughs> Time for Teletubby Kill-Kill. Time for Teletubby Kill-Kill. Come again? Poe chomps into the dinosaur's neck. Ow, 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 ow. Tinky Winky Godric, Dipsy Compton and Lala Merlotti look directly at the camera. Oh, Ooh, Mr. Mr. Dalek. Adam, the TV show is talking to us. Uh, uh, again. Shut, Shut up, up and, and listen, listen to, to us. Dipsy lobs a grenade and blows up the windmill to ensure everyone is paying attention. You're killing me, you vampire jerk. We? we? Oh, the horrific pain. We, we are. I'm being bled to death over here. We, we are coming. coming. Any regular TV audience would have called for help by this point. I wouldn't count on that, annoying dinosaur. We We are are coming to get get you, Mr. Dalek. I see a white light. The Teletubby Legion has many forms. We will make you feel very silly and dumb before you die. There are hundreds of children in the light. See you soon, Mr. Dalek. Oh my, it is all the kids PBS let me eat when they grew too old for my show. They have knives and forks and are wearing bibs. All the Teletubby vampires and Cookie turn away from the camera and share in drinking the dinosaur. The Nunu of Louisiana starts to clean up the blood that has splattered around the area. Mr. Dalek exterminates the television. Blam. That's the fourth big screen TV of mine you've exterminated this week. 
Maybe you should start listening to the radio instead. The radio is no better. Standy Totskvik has threatened to make me watch the Earth burn on last week's news quiz. Something is coming. It is manipulating all the broadcast frequencies to mess with me. I will exterminate it, of course. I might kill you and all the other humans first. Thanks a lot. I offered to upgrade you to all half-Dalek status, including extermination arms, but you wanted to stay human. I'm just saying. Mr. Dalek returns soon. I want to eat you, Cookie. I want to wash you down with milk. Not skim milk or 2% milk, but full creamy, fattening, artery-clogging whole milk. That line has been cut. Cookie's character is going to stay alive this season. That is my only good line. What on earth was that? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. That's the trailer. Yeah. Oh, Sick. dear. We've heard from Bob. 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 Hello. Hello, Bob. 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 Hello, Bob. He says, Dear Staggering Stories team, Adam's inanimate harring. <laughs> not inanimate. And El Presidente's chief eunuch, the head of Pertwee. <laughs> well done on a brilliant, brilliant, if slightly negative, previous episode. <laughs> Come on, guys, cheer up. I don't know what was going round. A big welcome back to Gene, although with my luck it'll be fake Keith again. Oh, charming. <laughs> and thank you to the boys for another fantastic BS commentary. Or is that B? Five commentary. (laughs) Just thought I'd give you some feedback on some of the things you talked about. The Doctor Who series split is something that I have mixed feelings about. Mm. On the one hand, only having six episodes seems too short. Then to have to wait five months or so for the second half just doesn't sit right. I'm sure that this whole split series idea has nothing to do with the fact that Moffat has now found himself with another series of (laughs) Sherlock to film for next year. Come on, Vast Toffee, just be honest. However, on the other hand, this move means the series will be shown in the months when it gets getting darker earlier. Mm. Imagine an episode like Blink shown when it's dark outside. (laughs) Atmospherical what? At worst, the move may herald the decrease in episodes per series. At best, it may mean we get the whole series moved to the autumn. Yay! Hmm. The new adventure game was okay, but I agree with you all when you said it was the weakest of them all so far. The story, or what there was of it, was basic, (laughs) and the alien called the Entity. So glad the licence fee is going towards some imaginative writers. (laughs) It was rather boring. The whole game seemed just like an excuse to explain the TARDIS. I was a bit disappointed with the deep. There were so many needless yeah. plot twists, such as why bring Clem back only to kill him two minutes later, yeah. Yeah. and why let the Russian women escape only to have her die in the end. Maybe. And what did we learn from this? Russians are bad and oil companies are evil. <laughs> really? <laughs> all in all, an OK programme, but as is often said to my school report, could have done better. <laughs> I remember watching Going Postal when it was on telly and really enjoying it, as well as all the other Pratchett adaptations. Hmm. Though this will likely have a lot to do with the fact that I've never read the book, so don't Probably. know what, I, what is missing. Yeah, me too. Things based on books are often disappointing, since if you have read them beforehand, you are constantly comparing the two mediums and often saying they left this part of the book out this is why I never read the books these series (laughs) are based on before I actually watch them read the book now I agree what the guys said about Mr Morden in the B5 commentary the actor does a brilliant job of making the character of Morden something that you simultaneously want to know more about 
and punch repeatedly in the face <laughs> because <laughs> it makes your skin crawl. Yep. Yep. The first time I watched B5 was when I was ill for over a week. It's a mixture of drama and plot twists were just the thing for when you're dosed up with cough syrup and can't <laughs> sleep. The series, was, series also had the effect of whenever I ask my family what they want, I do so in a vaguely creepy manner with a smug look on my face. <laughs> that and randomly saying to people that if they go to Zahadum, they will die. <laughs> I apologise for the Rishian length of this letter, but I had a lot to say. Anyway, I must go now. The great machine will not fix itself and this hairy bloke called Zathras keeps shouting at me. All hail El Presidente. Bod be with you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thank, Thank you, Bob. Bob. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. And this time he gets us both. He does. Yeah, yeah there are people online yeah. who can't quite believe everybody's in one room. They want me oh, photographing God. everything. Oh, oh, good God. God. Yeah, we'll have to, have to have a photograph afterwards. <laughs> Quick photo. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. We, we don't do this live. <laughs> We have, have a quick one here from Chin. Ah, Chin! Chin. He Hi, says, Chin. Hi, team. Hi. It was great to meet real Keith and Adam at Whoville, too. Yes, oh. it was great to see you. You met the Chin. We met the Chin. did, yeah. Oh. Not the first time, Mike is. Is he as scary as he sounds? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yep. I had a fab day and you looked as if you did, too. Yes. Yep, definitely. Have you seen the photos yet? He's given the link to his website here, www.smallbeer.info. I shall we'll I put shall a link. Have to, yeah, I shall have to, because I haven't seen some of the photos. So. Yeah, he's got some good photos. He's a very keen photographer. Mm. Kind regardingtons. Chin. Pierce. Hope the formaldehyde encrusted head of Pertwee comes next year. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if he can fly. <laughs> want to see if he can fly? Apparently. <laughs> yeah, he probably will when you kick him. <laughs> I wish I could fly. Drop kick. Right, and we have a couple of audio feedbacks from a certain Reese. I was just about oh. to say, Reese <laughs> hasn't Yay, contacted Reese. us. He put our little uh, feedback into his last podcast. Yeah. Who is the man? Who's the man? Who's the man it. podcast? Seek it out. Anyway, I'm sure he'd mention it. Dear team, that should be El Presidente. Crumbly, real Keith and Gene. Fake Keith was on last time, so hopefully I've got it right. Stop drinking. <laughs> no, <please>. you haven't. <laughs> I'd like to say I totally agree with Fake Keith's opinion on splitting the season six of Doctor Who. It's just not right. (laughs) I understand that you guys would like it in the autumn, but we've always had it either on a Saturday or a Sunday in the middle of winter at 7.30pm, so it's always been dark. Uh, The first few seasons up to season three were at 7.30 on a Saturday, but they changed it to Sunday for some bizarre reason, but still, that's fine. But I could see the... uh, the upside of having it in autumn for you guys, having it dark, having the trees <laughs> look like the skeletons of trees or something like that, if oh, it's yeah. still a bit bright. But I reckon they should just have it 13 episodes each time. It's mm. just not right. Yeah. But, yeah. yes. Anyway, moving on. Uh, thank you for putting the links up to my little video on the Facebook group of not liking Tony Abbott. <laughs> he is just a bit of a knob. <laughs> and yet again, no government. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, they had actually, they had some interesting pictures of the independents. They were they're just having pictures, and I imagine some sort of Star Wars poster behind them, because one was sitting, another one was standing there with his hand on his hip, and the other one folded his arms. I could Three just imagine clones yeah. behind them, and spaceships <laughs> flying off behind them, and an explosion saying, <laughs> Star Wars Episode 7, the Australian government is crap. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no here, really. politics coming in. <laughs> I'd just like to plug my little podcast, Who yeah. Is a Man cast. Please do. And if any of you would like to guest on there, I would very much appreciate that. 
it's all right, me withering on through a microphone to a computer, but it does feel like I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> but that's okay. So we do. Also, yeah. I might be going on to Bad Wolf soon. Oh, They're going to review yeah. the Pandorica Opens and the Big Bang. Oh, yeah. And I might be going on there and have a bit of a music section because I like. I notice the music so much. I just have a natural ear for it, as it were. <laughs> You'd love the poem. Um, also, at the beginning oh, yeah. of my feedback, I forgot to say hello to the head of Pertwee, cardboard <laughs> Grunhilda Nodnacker, <laughs> little plastic mini Grunhilda Nodnacker, <laughs> and has El Presidente picked anything else up? Not yet. Hopefully. Nothing yeah. that couldn't be treated with antibiotics. <laughs> well, that's about it for me, but keep up the wonderful work. I don't want to ramble too long. Uh, <laughs> feedback, please, to my podcast. I'd very much like some more even though I did appreciate your audio feedback for episode three, which mm. I had a huge time recording that. <laughs> uh, please send that into whoitm at hotmail.com. That's a little plug for my show and plug, just plug. a little request to your listeners. But keep up the wonderful work. Always, always, always enjoy your podcast and wish it would stay weekly, but it can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the delay on the weekend for epi- the uh, Latest episode did kind of get to me. That was because of Hoover. Then I saw yeah. on Twitter that um, Chin was putting up pictures of you all at the uh, yeah. Hooverville 2. Yeah. So I understood why it was late, but I did say I would stop waffling, and that was about a minute ago, so I will <laughs> stop now. Goodbye! Goodbye! Thank you. Goodbye. Well, mine is fake Keith, oh, so that should be <laughs> real Keith, Crumbly, El Presidente, and Gene, and. Cardboard Amy and Plastic Amy and <laughs> the head of Patwee and um, whatever else Adam or El Presidente has picked up. <laughs> Not a disease, but anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, to my Doctor Who moments of bliss and uh, guilty oh. pleasures. Yes. I have been listening to your back catalogue, but that's what happens when your favourite Doctor Who podcast goes fortnightly again. <laughs> you do that. Well, <laughs> whilst you're waiting and waiting and waiting for the next episode to come out. Like I know monthly. me saying this won't change a thing, but it's just true. I get impatient. Anyway, um, my <laughs> moments of bliss, Doctor Who moments of bliss, any time Karen Gillan is on the screen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Two of them. Um, my Doctor City. Who's pleasure would have to be just like real Keith, the evolution of the Daleks and Daleks in Manhattan. Really? Don't go. Oh, really? oh, no, I just no. did. No, no, it's I a good understand. story. It's like really? Love and Monsters in a way. In <laughs> oh, jeez, man! The end of episode one, when Mister Diagod Dagod Ragged Zingamy, um, can't remember his name. Puts a Dalek on his head and balances it there. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing that lets it down for me. It's a good story. I enjoy it. The music's good. And, of course, if you've listened to the uh, latest episode of my podcast, Indeed. you'll uh, hear a bit where they did a bit of a remix of that or a motif of that. Um, very, very good. I actually do enjoy that story, and I'm not too guilty to say that I like that. Anyway, my my non-Doctor Who moment of bliss... Um, Don't want to know. Uh, I've got two. One, going to the Star Wars Episode Three: uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, in the local theatre. Oh, okay. Cinema, I should say. In the local yeah, yeah. cinema, where we got to watch it the first day it came out, which was just brilliant, and you always have a soft spot when you do that for the first time. But I enjoyed the entire Star Wars saga, by the way, and <laughs> leave Lucas and his uh, throat alone, please. Um, and then my other one would be when I found out that Stargate Universe was coming onto um, TV here. Oh. Free to wear, never happened before. Yeah. They, did, they showed it for three episodes, and then the bastards bloody well took it off. <laughs> oh, it so oh, that's probably pissed off. 
Calm down. Calm down. Take some Stop practicing your Anglo-Saxon. Yes. One more. Oh, I don't have a cold. I was just putting it on. Anyway. I don't really have a non-Doctor Who guilty pleasure because I stopped watching things and now that I've seen that they're not that good with older eyes. Like Power Rangers, for example. I shall go now because I don't want to waffle on too long and I've already sent you a message. And if this makes it for 86, then I'll be happy because that's what I'm aiming for. But keep up the wonderful work and I will be back. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Rangers. That was two, wasn't it? That was two. Yeah. Yep. That boy his voice gone? Is his voice gone down since he's first sent them in? Probably. I think they may have done. He's of an age. Yeah. Seriously, I think it's almost like we've listened to Reese the the boy and Reese the man. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Gene called you a man. (laughs) (laughs) His voice sounds a lot deeper. I think that's it for feedback. Oh, oh right. thank, thank you. you, everybody. Thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you. But you can send more into us. Oh yes, at show at staggering stories dot net. Woohoo! <laughs> and if we like you, we'll read them out. <laughs> and if we no. don't like you, Keith will read them out. Oh, <laughs> very nice. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. <laughs> she won't be in the next one <laughs> but never fear in the next one there'll be more of the same more fun frivolity and jollity more news and reviews more who old and new yeah. so until that trouser splitting moment comes <laughs> this is me crumbly saying be seeing you farewell goodbye au revoir oh yes you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number 86 Featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fate Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is now presented a production for www.staggeringstories.net. Towards, towards. Thank you. Towards. It's only been a million podcasts. Well, like like I said, I've just listened through through all of them, and the last, yeah, well, the last ones you did together was podcast eighty, and in the outtakes of that, Mm. you heard me say, "That's it. You two are separated from now on." And we were, (laughs) and you have been. Yes, Yes, I think that was a valued. Churchill's trying to hit my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm never going to forgive you two. Him, him, him. Nothing to do with me. Everyone said you were a double actor. You didn't see him point the gun at me under the table. Uh, I have, I have uh, strange feelings about an act being prepared for galley. <laughs> oh, could be. <laughs> a variation on the Hoobian Brothers. Mm. Introducing from Nom Nom. I'm sorry, but when you say Nom Nom, I think of the LOL Cats site because when they want food, they go Nom Nom. nom. Well, what do you want? N U M N U M or Nom Nom? I think it's, if nom, it's Tom Tom, then it should be tom. Nom Nom. There are other letters in the alphabet. It could be Bom Bom. Just Bom Bom. Com Com. Nom Nom. Zom Zom. Nom No. Bom Bom. Bom Com Com. Dom Dom. Fom Fom. Com Com. Hom hom, jom jom, lom lom, mom mom, pom pom. You can, you can tell they're both in the room together. Yeah. The silliness level. That even if they don't interact, the silliness level suddenly goes. I'm oh, sorry. Room. Right, we won't say anything else. No. Nope. Uh. Yeah.
That's very good. Yeah. You've got to do that again, though. <laughs> Churchill, Churchill thought it was good enough the first time. Churchill attacked her. You hurt my shoulder, dude. Ow, I'm in pain. You're obviously a Nazi a spy. Uh, 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 uh. If you've had an accident at work... Well. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a picture of Churchill on your wall? I don't know. <laughs> Why does he have a cardboard Amy? <laughs> well, that's because I can get that one. Different. Why does he have a plastic Amy and where is she? I'm suspicious. <laughs> He's inserted her. <laughs> no yawning. No, I was in the Bath rugby shop and um, one of the Bath and England players walked in. I wouldn't know what they look like, <laughs> no. apart well, from big and muscly. Well, six foot eight, 19 stone. Did he make you feel inadequate? The top of my head came up to his eyebrows. Is that a yes, then? Yes. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he came up somewhere else. So it was mm. yes. I didn't even have to kneel down. <laughs> I was thinking more nipple than oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. You can trust Karen to lower the tone. Yeah, yeah. To at least below the belt. <laughs> Don't talk with your mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do I think tonight's going to be the antithesis of the last one? Yeah. Give me strength. <sighs> I had a sex dream about Gallifrey. Gallifrey? The convention. The convention. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, well, it was yes. kind of a sex dream. I had a non-sex dream about Gallifrey. Yeah, but it involved Adam. I know. So it would have turned, if, you, if you'd stayed asleep long enough, it would have turned into a sex dream. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. Fix your washing machine. But I'm not going to say it. Ah. Not when I know the person involved will actually listen to the podcast. And he will put in it as yeah, an outtake. He will, yeah. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Ow. What the earth are you what doing? I'm stabbing myself in the back of the head. Well, that's why. Why are you stabbing yourself so in the back of the head? So she could go, ow. Okay. Because my mouth eye coordination went out. That's the trouble be it being a woman of a certain age. If you hadn't had a prick for a while, it would have Oh, dear. I'm sorry, I don't know, I don't know where that came wind, from. Though. We'll have to have words with wind. <laughs> Is he a woman of a certain age? <laughs> it's that when you when you get to the form and there's box one, sixteen to twenty one. Oh, box two, twenty two to and and suddenly you reach here where you just three. moved up and you're in the, the yes, final you're, box. You're in the third and final. <laughs> there's box. no more boxes to go. Well, that's it. Your numbers up. So it's going to be dead soon. <laughs> oh, he's dead now. <laughs> or when you're out shopping, they go, Madam, do you have a moment? Can I ask how old you are? Mm-hmm. Ah, you're outside of our age, right? <laughs> Thank you for stopping there. You bloody better tell me what you're selling or I'm going to tear your tits off. <laughs> Can I at this point make an apology to Adam for the fact he's going to try and turn this into a podcast? Yeah, and he's going to be seriously doing some editing. He's got about 15 minutes worth and we haven't, we haven't even I'm going to take the whole and put it on the end. <laughs> <laughs> 21 minutes worth of which so far we've probably got 60 seconds if that okay, okay should we start then yes <laughs> you want some stirring car, yeah, music. car music car music yeah. top oh, gear Jeremy music. Clarkson orgasming into the tape you know Ooh. things like that Ooh. Classical, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that the Valkyrie, that kind of stuff. Excalibur. A 
that'd be quite good. Why the Valkyrie would be quite good over that. Or that Carmen What's It Brie. That's it, the stuff they used in Excalibur. Not Carmen Miranda, then. She's the fruit person. She's the one with the fruit on the head. And that's someone completely different. Anyway, back at the podcast. Okay. We're doing a podcast. Don't we? Sherlock's! Doctor John Washington. (laughs) Martin Freeman has allegedly turned down the role of title role. role. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing this. I win. Karen won. Jean nil. (laughs) Shall not start to John Watson. Martin Freeman. Now you know what happens when you read too quickly. (laughs) Yes, that happens. She giggles. Then she snorts and explodes. <laughs> I think she's having a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Although, given her age, she now snorts, explodes, and wets herself. Kind of. I'm sorry, I'll shut up. <laughs> like, bugger you, Will. I'm shutting up. It's like the gag. Uh, ooh, what, in front of people? <laughs> On the one with the ball or the... <laughs> Simpkins. <laughs> you shouldn't rile me. Londoners are violent when I'm How rude. long does it take to walk from your house to hers? <laughs> Ooh, good hour. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got the cider in the car. <laughs> Tumpy. And, and the cheese. <laughs> the cheese, which is a bit sweaty. That's right. That's right. You, you That's are talking to a person who eats very weird cheeses. Cheese, mm. stinking bishop. Oh, I love stinking mm, bishop. <laughs> Come again. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. Maybe we should put the poem yeah, on. I think we need to put some of the descriptions there. here. He's just come again and it's hurt him. Bruce <laughs> 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 probably. Who chomps into the dog? Who? Who? Only one O. As in Edgar Allan. Okay. <laughs> Can I read it? I haven't said a lot this podcast. Oh, <laughs> on account of not sure you're here? watching anything. <laughs> Okay, so I said that you could come on the ark. I did not say that your friend could come on the ark. But we have lots of space and it's just Danielle. You know, I don't know really anything about podcasting. I'd have to go buy a microphone with a headset and I never check my Facebook. And I bet if I tended to lean, the sound would go out. And people might complain. And what if no one likes me? I mean, I could get stage fright or something. I mean, you would want me to have an asthma squirrel. Professor Dave's Ark in Space, available on iTunes, Libsyn, and Zoom. And your mom. (laughs) You should put that in there.